0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of Your Double Podcast by Find My Parent. In this episode, we are speaking to Hala from Lebanon about how the divorce and the parental alienation by her dad affected her and her siblings. We go in depth of what are the hardships that she faced through the whole situation. This is a special episode because we are also releasing a bonus episode with this exact interview in Arabic language. We are working on increasing the reach of these podcasts by providing multilingual episodes. So do look out for that. With that said, let's get into the episode.
1: my parents got divorced I was nine years old and my my brothers were like eight years old and seven years old it was a terrible experience especially for like children in our age and we were partially alone and uh, my dad was was supposed to to stay with us to support us but he didn't actually do that and uh, he thought he was supporting us but he was destroying us like i said it was a terrible terrible experience especially that i'm the older and i was supposed to take care of my brothers i was like their second mom i tried so hard and i tried my best to give them the their rights to give them the love to give them the i don't know what we can call it the love uh, they need but you know it won't be actually like their mother so i we survived we are actually survivors i always tell my brother that we are survivors we faced a lot of problems we we faced a lot of uh, issues and the conflict between mom and dad became more and more complicated so that affected us so much and affected actually our psychology and our mental health. My, I was crying like for two years each night, the first two years when they got divorced. So I was alone and I was supposed to support my, my brothers who are younger than me. And how am I do it? I was always talking to myself, like, why me? Why I'm the only one? Why why me not anyone else? So these words or these phrases always came up in my mind. But then when I grew up, I figured out and I discovered that I'm really not the only one. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of people of children who their parents got divorced when they were so young when they was old when they were sorry when they were old uh, there there are a lot of people actually and i have my own friend like my best friend their parents got divorced when she was 6 year old i think this is the link between us and i really appreciate her support and I supported her my turn because we we know what we need we know that there there is a missing piece uh, within us so we supported each other and and yeah that that's the story so I'm not the only one
0: first of all I'm sorry that you had to go through so much struggles but I'm glad that you are here to talk about it, as it definitely helps people who are going through the same thing. You mentioned just now that you had to take on all the responsibilities since your parents got separated. Can you elaborate a little bit more so that our listeners understand what do you mean by that? Yes, uh,
1: my main responsibility was like taking care of them, like maybe washing, washing the, doing the laundry, doing their customs for the school and uh, dry them making sure they have their own bla- uh, breakfast make sure to to finish their studies and at the same time i was supposed to finish my own studies i was supposed to have my own time in order to get my things get along together it was so hard for a child uh, for a 10 year old child it's well, it was so hard and so difficult but uh, thanks god i i could manage all of this and uh, my brothers suffered a lot because they were young especially my younger my youngest brother he was the he was very very linked with my mother so when my when daddy uh, divorced mommy so he was so, 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 so disappointed, so sad, so sad. And I played the role of a mother. And I don't know if I if I could do it like my mother would, but I did my best. And uh, like I said, I was taking care of the house. I was taking care of the food as much as I can. I was taking care of my brothers studies make sure they they did their homework and even i helped them i was i was their teacher so it was really hard and we were we were like sleeping at the same room at night we we were always talking about like approximately each night for one year long i said okay god knows what we uh, what we are living, our main issue, and he will help us we are not alone. and I was calming them, but actually, inside of me, I know that this feeling will is not easy and it was really hard for me and for them for sure.
0: What were your dad was up to while you were struggling through all these responsibilities? Things that, honestly, a child should not worry too much about.
1: Um, He was working all all the time outside, outside home. And he he was just like, drive us to school and drive us back home. I don't know. I think he, he could, he could, I mean, like, I did all of the work. I take, I took care of my brothers. And he was like, only work working in order to make money and to bring some food but we really I can't remember those uh, uh, years they were terrible we were we were eating just hummus and like boiled potato, and but our economic our economic uh, class was was good but daddy was daddy didn't cook us and he doesn't know how to cook, actually. And we were like just eating delivery. Or I could I could just cook rice, cook some meals here. But they are so simple.
0: If you don't mind, can you explain a bit about what happened between your parents and why they got separated? Only if that's okay with you.
1: Uh, there was a misunderstanding between them. Mommy misunderstood Daddy, and Daddy misunderstood Mommy. Approximately for all, almost for all the uh, subjects they they discuss, there was a misunderstanding. They they can't understand each other. They can't communicate with each other without shouting and without like uh, making prop really terrible they, they couldn't communicate with each other I don't know how they, they were like enemies and we were like kids and we, were, we witnessed a lot a lot a lot of problems a lot of shouting a lot of issues and difficulties between them um, and their problems was were affecting us negatively of course they couldn't communicate with each other they, I don't know if they tried. I, I really can't remember. But, but I know that they, there was a huge miscommunication between them. And uh, I don't know what else. But I think that Daddy is a jealous man from the Middle East, and he wasn't letting. Uh, he, he wouldn't let her go outside the house so and back this time there were not cell phones there wasn't there weren't some cell phones nor like telephones landlines Uh, so she was sitting at home doing nothing but cleaning the house and she was not allowed to go outside the home because he is jealous because she is also a Syrian. So we are living in Lebanon, and she is Syrian. she uh, she didn't know how to communicate with people. so so he, like it was for her like a prison, like, and he didn't allow her to go anywhere to have any friends, even even talking to neighbors. She wasn't allowed to talk even to neighbors. so. Uh, then I think she couldn't stand this. So she, she, they divorced. They tried to communicate, but they couldn't, uh, couldn't solve the problem. So they got divorced.
0: Did the family court in Lebanon try to help your mom? And did they mention anything about custody of the child after the divorce?
1: Here in Lebanon, the, the child abduction has no laws and it's not a crime so he got the custody because he is our dad and we are on his name so he can get the custody he can get the custody so easily my mom was was like uh, wasn't strong enough to face him because she was so shy because she she don't go outside of the house and she couldn't know what she wanted to do, what she needs to do, or how how she could take us. So uh, according to the law here in Lebanon, to the Lebanese law, when two parents got divorced, they, the custody will go to the father.
0: Normally, the alienated parent tends to find all sort of creative ways to reach out to their kids. Did your mom try to reach out to you? I still
1: remember when I was at high school, she she could she could find my best friend on Facebook and she talked to her, she DM'd her and asked her to to call me and my friend of course she said yes, sure and I was talking to her after school before going home for like half an hour. Each week for one day, one, half an hour, and I was like so happy because she reached out to, to us, and she she didn't forget us. Like she she loves she loves us, so she couldn't she didn't give up on us. She was trying to to reach out to us from our friends. And we were talking to her secret, but then my father figured it out and I still remember the problem. Uh, He was shouting at me because, and he, it was forbidden for me to talk to my friend. So I, I kept on talking to her, to my friend, I mean, and to my mom, completely
0: secretly. How did your father react to it once he found out that you have been speaking to your mom behind his back?
1: I think I remember he he grounded me. He told me you are not allowed to to talk to this friend. Uh, if so, I will won't, I won't let you go to the school anymore. Uh, I promised him I won't I won't talk to her. I won't talk to my mommy anymore. And whatever you want, I will do. Uh, uh, then after a while, I return, talk to my mom, to talk to my friend, and but he 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 didn't figure out. But the first time he figured out, it was because of my uh, of my auntie. My mom was talking to my auntie, and she said that I reached out to Hala and uh, and I talked to her, and so my auntie, like by mistake. Uh, said that to daddy and when my dad knew this uh, he shouted at me he said that I won't let you go to school anymore if you ever talk to your friend or your mom anymore so that's it that's what he did actually
0: from what I know about alienation normally the parent will reach out to the school and people around them to make sure that they keep an eye on you even if they're not around you to make sure that you don't try to make contact with the alienated parent did your dad do any of that
1: yes yes he he talked to to the school principal and he told her like please keep your eye on on hala i i want to know what she's doing at what who are their uh, their close friends? And if she ever talked to her mom, and if she, her mom came to school, and please make sure not not to let uh, not to let her talk to this girl. But I was like in the uh, in the class. I was talking to this to my friend. We were like secretly. I still remember. I still remember like when there's one time. I went to the toilet and she came with me and we talked to my mom in the toilet in order to, to not letting anyone see us.
0: Another thing that I've noticed is that because of all this mental stress and complications, kids who do go through this will end up performing bad when it comes to school. Did that happen to you? How was your studies? I can only imagine how hard it should have been for you to concentrate at school.
1: Unfortunately, not. My grades were so like not that A's; they were B's. And because I was focused on the problems, I was I I couldn't have the time to focus on my study. And my my psychology uh, got affected. My mental health got affected. I was I was not I was not focused enough on my studies, but I but I passed all my years without even uh, failing any class, but it was so hard for me and my, grade was, my grades uh, weren't that amazing
0: grades. I know that people who are listening will be wondering how come you just didn't take off from your dad's place and just go to your mom's. Can you explain what stopped you from moving to Syria with your mom?
1: I couldn't because my mom was in Syria the the education system in Syria is so different and the education system here is more different my mom my mom yani didn't had not the, the power had not the money to to keep us like uh, having the the same level we were having here in in Lebanon so uh, the economic class of my, of my mom uh, wasn't that uh, at this level as a good level as our our life here in lebanon or the level of my dad the level of living here in lebanon like from all the all the aspects i mean like our home here is better our education here is better when the war started in Syria, my mom, my mom went to Turkey. So she is now living in Turkey, and she got married with a Turkish man. So, so she couldn't live there. There, the situation there was terrible in Syria. I mean, so she had to to move out to Turkey and to marry a Turkish man there.
0: Is your dad remarried too?
1: Yes, yes. He is now married with also a Syrian woman. And uh, she is good. My stepmother, I mean, she's good. She supported us like a lot. And our relation with my dad isn't the best relation. Okay. So I always, yani, I'm now 22, 22, 23, and I still ask myself, why why my father isn't isn't like good as my friend's father why is not like uh, supportive uh, why is not understanding me i think my stepmother was, was so good she understands me she she support me with a lot of things but of course of course of course not as my mother so no one can replace my mother but she is good in general
0: did the relationship with your dad become better in time especially now that he's remarried and all that
1: actually he is so strict he was he he still always shout on, on little things he always shout i don't know why life is easy you have to be more like to understand more understand other more he's so strict you you can't get into a discussion with him the discussion will will end up like shouting like a fight you he 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 couldn't understand us, and he won't understand us. He was he's so strict, so like his mind is so introvert. he's not young. he is he's old. I don't know how how it will come how how it will be when he become. When he becomes older and older.
0: From my experience, people who are so temperamental when they are young will get more and more gentle and understanding as they get older. That's what I've seen. They sooner or later figure out that there's no need to be angry and things can be discussed and solved compared to going into a shouting match. With that said, I also understand that you are the first child. Normally, the first child will have the worst time with the parents compared to the other siblings. As it is hard for the parents to understand how to do parenting right the first time around, did your brothers have a better relationship with your father?
1: one of my brothers the uh, the youngest has a good relationship with my dad because because he wo- he works with my dad, so my dad wants to like please him i don't know how but but my dad could uh, now can go outside of home like for long distance and to to make some purchases or to to do to do work like long distance work or uh, to go like for long uh, magazines or i don't know what but uh, so my brother does that so my dad, because my brother is taking care of his work, so the relationship is a little bit like better. But my, my other brother, the one who is younger than me one year, uh, the relationship between him and my dad is so, so, so complicated even even more than than my relationship with my dad they always fight they always like I I don't want to say it but really you I think sometimes that they are like enemies they they don't love each other they I don't know and uh, my brother always blamed my father and he is he is right we were living alone without mother we we were... You were supposed to live like a a happy life, but ended up like a terrible life because of him. Uh, So he always blamed him and he he couldn't get along with him.
0: You mentioned that you had a terrible life. I understand what you mean by that. But just to make sure that the listeners have a good grasp on how is it living in a situation like yours, can you explain a bit about what you meant by a horrible life?
1: Okay. We always we always said that why us? Why us n- not like my our cousins? Why us like not our friends? Why us? And we were we were blaming like we thought the first time that we were uh, kids that are not good so this is a punishment for us but then we say like we we don't have we don't need to judge us because it's not our fault we were like we were really victims Be, uh, children at this at this age or and at any age when their parents got divorced they became victims because when we when we were going to my to our mother my mother said that your father your father is the one who you have to blame and we were when we were going to our father he said that your mother is the one to blame so we were like and what else what should we do and we were blaming we were ending up blaming ourselves so uh, we were talking like like why us why not anyone else but noah and i was like helping them saying that when we get when we get older and older when we grow up when we grow up we will be like successful we we won't when we marry we won't divorce like we won't put our children in the same situation as ours so uh, because it was really hard to deal, to deal with this situation, especially when you are so young and we were children. We, could, we couldn't, I don't know how we could resist this or how we can uh, handle this. We were really survivors.
0: I absolutely love that you mentioned that you are a survivor and I can assure you that you are a survivor. You survived some of the toughest things that a human can feel where you are hurt because you are stripped away from a loved one. In your case, your mom. Sometimes parents get to explain to the kids about the divorce and tell them that they will love them even after the divorce and all that. In your situation, how did your parents explain to you about the divorce? Did they explain anything to you guys or they just left?
1: Uh, No, they uh, they just said that we got the okay? So we were, like, shocked why you gave up on us, you gave up on your marriage, you gave up on our home. And I, I still remember that when my mother told me that, it was like, for, for like, two days, I couldn't eat. And I, I kept on crying and crying and crying, and she was like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. But it wasn't okay at all. She was supposed also to stay with us, but my dad didn't give her the the life she needs. And he was so as I said before, he's so strict, so he was like not friendly, not good, and didn't know how to communicate with her. And when when she went to Syria, he decided to, like, we can't even see her. And especially when she, when she got married, he was like, you have, he said that, you have to stop talking to her. She's now married. married. You don't have to talk to her at all. And if I... If I heard that you talk to her, I will, I will, like, we say, and I don't, I don't know what is it in English. It was like, he will destroy the the whole universe on our heads.
0: Did your mom have any knowledge on the threats that your dad was making to you guys? And how did she react to it?
1: Yes, yes. She knows all. And she she wasn't she wasn't sad because we were not talking to her. She was sad because of my father's deeds. Uh, I mean, like, like we don't have a mother, but also we we don't have a, a really good father. So it was like he was supposed to, to take care of us, but he wasn't doing that right. We couldn't talk to her for 10 years.
0: Oh my, that is a really, really long time. How was it when you finally got to talk to her
1: It was so emotional it was like I felt like my soul is going to to dance I was like so happy my feeling my I can't describe my feelings actually but uh, I was so happy so pleased and uh, my soul was dancing actually and she, uh, her soul was too so uh, The hug, we. I remember that we hugged each other for maybe one hour. We we were seeing her for one week, and this whole week we we went together. We played together. We we went for trips together. We we were not full. I mean, like full of seeing her. We always like. Honest her, but we, we managed it. My brother, especially my, young, my youngest brother, he was like so, so, so happy when he saw her because he, he was
0: so attached to her. Hearing that makes me happy. At least your story has a good ending. Something that I've been wondering while we were talking is that growing up without a parent that you are close to, normally people won't have anybody else to go to for guidance or advisors or anything like that how did you manage that do you have uh, anyone or did you have friends or who not
1: no actually i i i i had not anybody by my side and my my best friend we met each other when i was like 17 so uh, at the begin at the beginning of of it people were like uh saying that it's okay it will, it will you will get uh, used to it's not it's no big deal it's no big problem you will uh, you will be uh, you will adapt to this problem i think the word is so but it was it wasn't easy like here in Lebanon, we say that talking is easier than than doing. Yes, it is easier. Like people were talking, like especially my uh, my aunt, my aunt and uh, my aunties and my uncles. They said that it's okay. You are not the only one. There is a lot of people. It's okay. You you will survive. You will get along with your dad more. You will you will be friends. You will be I don't know, but uh, it ended up like mm, nothing is easy and like talking yes talking is easier than doing we were like we were, destro- we were destroyed and no one could see this they only like uh, talk 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 and talk but no one they are to- they were talking nonsense actually sorry but they they were talking actually nonsense like not. It wasn't easy for us. Put yourself in. Put yourself in our place, and you will see that it's not easy. But they were like having their best life. They were like just uh, giving some advices that are not true, actually, and advices that won't work with us, because like we we were in hell. We're actually in hell
0: how about your siblings were you close enough with them to discuss things with each other
1: actually no one i was i was all alone me and my brother we were discussing some uh, some things but no one was giving the advice and i was i wasn't shy but i i i don't i was i didn't trust nobody like i feel like all people were like sharks and we were like we they were like devils and this i think made me made me less confident back these times so i was discussing discussing anything with my brothers so we were like before we sleep we we talked and we said like what do you think about this and what do you think about this and we were talking we were like the only my brothers were the only people i trust
0: now going beyond your siblings and family how about when you had problems at school i'm sure that you can't expect your younger brother to advise you on that how did you handle those situations um
1: hello when it comes to to the problem with the friend I was like talking to the school council, so uh, I she uh, she know she knew what happened in my family, and she was so good and so friendly. Uh, and any problem at school, I mean at school, because I don't like to talk about my family. Uh, I back then I uh, I didn't love talk about my family problems so I was like talking to her only about my school problems regarding my grades regarding my my uh, problems with my friends and she was like giving my giving me advices to to change that and she was like talking also to my friends she said like like Hala is a good person you should get along with her you should not uh, you should be her friend. She is, she loves, uh, she loves you, and yeah, she helped me a lot with my problem, problems at school.
0: I noticed that most females who have a strained relationship with their dad will normally end up having trust issues with other boys as well. In other words, uh, they will naturally end up thinking that all males are not good people and evil in the extreme cases. Did you believe? those things was that true in your case
1: <laughs> yes it's true and you know why because the the first like the first king or the first prince of uh, of a girl is her father so when you your uh, your first prince or prince or your first king was that uh, was not true so you will get disappointed and you you have less confidence with all the boys in the world. And I was like, whenever a guy comes and talks to me, I feel like, what do you want? And I was treating them so like, I was so rude with the guys. And uh, yeah, because of my father, but now... No, no, I, man, I managed it. Uh, I have a lot of uh, guys' best friends.
0: I am glad that you got out of that biased mentality. Now, let's switch gears a bit. When was the worst time for you or the saddest moment that you remember when it comes to the 10 years or decade long while you were being alienated from your mom?
1: Yes, yes. I, I remember the saddest moments when I committed suicide uh, when my father said that you are not allowed uh, that you don't have to talk to, you should not you must not uh, talk to your mom and or to your best friend uh, if so I will not let you go to the school I was like feeling so terrible and I committed suicide, but it didn't work. Um, like with the razor, with the razor, I, I tried to cut my veins, you call them veins, on my hand, on my wrist.
0: Thank God it didn't work. Suicide is never going to solve any problems. That is the definite truth. For anyone listening, if you are struggling with suicidal thoughts do reach out for help do try to get some professional help or figure out in your own city or own country who are the people that can help you to come out of those kind of thinking suicide is never going to solve any problems that is the definite truth
1: <laughs> yes yes yeah and uh, now there is some they they are uh, they are showed now and every time i I see them like I remember that day and I remember that problem. And I say like, like, thanks God, nothing happened and I'm still alive. I was like, I was crazy, but, but back then I wasn't crazy. I was alone. No one was next to me. No one was like saying that you are not alone. No one was, was really true friend and especially I was like feeling so sad because of my father because he was supposed to be my first friend he was supposed to be my first king he was supposed to support and take care of me but but he 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 didn't do that I was like so so sad and uh, Uh, I decided to end my life but thanks God I couldn't
0: just to make sure I just want to ask you that do you still have those kind of thoughts since I assume things are better now
1: actually a lot I I was I was like a really uh, young girl who with no one next to her but now I'm I'm independent I'm partially independent uh i am strong enough to take my own decision without any pressure or uh and i i worked on myself so hard i even learned many languages and i'm now working i'm generating my own my own income and I'm not in need of anyone but
0: myself. I'm truly happy and relieved to hear that. For people out there who are going through similar situations like you, do you want to say anything to them or any advice as someone who has survived the abuse that you went through?
1: Okay. First, I would like to say that (laughs) the phrase that no one ever said to me I want to say that to every child everyone who experienced this situation like mine you are not alone you are not alone I'm with I'm with you and I'm like you and there is a lot of people like us who experience who is experiencing the same as the same thing things we are experiencing and And for for advice, I say like, please work hard on yourself, get good grades, get like, uh, I don't know, learn more language, learn like, learn how to survive alone, because sometimes you will, I, I, I know that you will feel lonely, but don't worry about that. Everything will be okay. It's just a matter of time. Just work on yourself and remember that you are not the only one. So, guys, you have to create some friends. I, I, I couldn't trust anybody. Back uh, to all times, I couldn't. I couldn't trust anybody. I felt like everyone is a monster and everyone is not wishing the best for me. But believe me. Uh, They are good people, but you have to search and you have to make some friends. You have to, you have to like uh, distract yourself with, uh, I don't know, some films, some uh, movies, Uh, learn a new language. That's what I did, actually. And I was like uh, sitting for hours on learning new language on like exploring a new cultures and this became my passion so uh, you you should distract yourself from thinking negatively from thinking of the the terrible situation you are you are experiencing so just distract yourself don't focus on the negative uh, side focus on the positive You have to say that I will be. I'll be so successful. Believe me, it worked. It worked with. uh, It worked with me, and it will work for you also. With you, so just distract yourself. I'm not a fan of books, uh, but uh, I watched. I watch a lot of videos on YouTube. I watch a lot of videos on child abduction. I watch a lot of. videos about people who became, like, successful when they they grew up. This was really helping me. I said that I'm strong, I can handle this. I will work on myself, I will become successful, and no one will beat me. No, No one will beat me and nothing will beat me.
0: Now, the other side of the coin, when it comes to parental alienation, the people out there who opt in to alienate their kids from the other parent just like your father, what would you like to say to them?
1: Uh, I would like to, to say that don't you ever think that, that you could be enough for your kids because you alone c- can't be enough for your kids. Your kids needs a mom and needs a dad. No one could could replace the mother and no one could replace, replace the father. So every child needs his mother and his father. So don't be selfish. Don't think about yourself. Think about your children, the mental health of them, their grades, their future. And try to, I don't know, try to solve the problem. With your spouse, and don't be selfish. Don't do this to your children. Uh, I don't know. Like think about think about them. They are so so, like so young. They don't deserve to experience
0: this. Now, last but not least, what is your message to people like your mom who got alienated from their? Children.
1: I say like keep on searching, keep on getting in touch with your children, keep on searching about uh about I don't know, a way to talk to them, even like for a few seconds. You don't know how this may affect your children positively to know that you still care about them and you you didn't forget them. I think uh, I mean like this, from I I know that from from me when my mom get in touch with uh, got in touch with me through my friend was so happy because she didn't forget me and she and she still loves me so so this will will make your children better and better always search for uh, like. For a small, small, small way, I don't know, for a tiny way, maybe it can help.
0: All right, Hala. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing your story with us. I believe that it gave hope to everyone else who are going through similar situation like yours. Do remember to check out the bonus episode that gets released with this episode to listen to the episode in Arabic language. Now, I would like to remind everyone that our goal here is to share knowledge with you and show that you are not alone in this. With that said, if you need specific legal advice, please get your own independent advice from a qualified legal practitioner. In addition, if you are a minor or if you happen to not understand how to interpret certain parts of within this episode, please approach a responsible adult or someone knowledgeable within your circle and ask them questions on things that you don't understand. We have done our best to make sure that it doesn't offend anyone. And if you have further questions regarding Find My Parent or the interview, you can always mail us. If you are someone who got separated from your parent and would like to find your parent again, please go to findmyparent.org and fill out your details. With the help of our smart algorithms and matching technology, we hope to help you find your alienated parent again if you are part of an ngo or even a private company passionate about these topics please reach out to us through the contact us page in findmyparent.org and we hope to work together with you all the links that i have mentioned has been included in the show notes and take care till we speak again next week remember to wear your masks wash your hands and stay safe till then